Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm rough. Oh, you do sound a bit rough. Yeah, I don't feel so well. Oh, no. Do you think you've got COVID? Uh, I don't know. I've been... Uh, I was exposed to a COVIDer. Um, a COVIDer? <laughs> I don't know if that's the technical term. A COVIDonian. A COVIDonian. Uh, a Codivinian. And um, Covidite. God, I'm really, I'm really achy. And oh, very, very sweaty. Oh, but I am like super single line. It does sound, uh, does sound like a little bit uh, viral, though. I mean, there are other viruses, yeah. aren't there? And that's the thing that gets really weird. It's like you forget that there are other things that you can catch. So I'm like, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking a stick up my nose on a daily basis oh. until there's, there's, you know, there's barely any skin left up there. Oh. Testing, testing, testing. Wearing a mask if I go outside and then just thinking, oh. but of oh. course I, I could just be poorly. Should we just make <laughs> this a short one? Oh, we'll make it as long as it needs to be. I'm leaning against the desk. It's fine. And I'm missing a wedding this weekend as well, as if that for was... What, for what know. reason are you missing a wedding? Because if I am Viddy, I don't want to give it to people. Oh, because you're sick. Right. Yeah, I'm being a, I'm being a responsible... <laughs> Is Bob <laughs> going be... to the wedding? No, because I was her ride, and also uh, she's a little bit anxious that I might have infected her with all of the snogging that I've been doing since I've been feeling poorly. Mm. I've been rubbing myself against her at every opportunity. Viral snogging. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. Did, uh, do you know I had, a, uh, I had a wet shave this evening and a haircut? I saw that you had a, a haircut. I hadn't noticed that you had a wet shave. Yeah. Isn't it such a treat? It is a treat. It is a real, real treat. Did you do the whole, like, um, the hot towels and the full nine yards? Yes, and I got a massage Whoa. and, and enough, enough menthol-based ointments and oils to, um, wow, am my nostril, am I, uh, my sinuses clear? Yeah. So is this this will be a new place for you, I guess, because you know, you're you're new newish to Coventry. Yes, in fact this this is this was a new place. I um I'd been somewhere else and I quite liked the haircut this person gave me. And then I saw this other place and I went, hmm, wet shave. And um it, the wet shave and haircut costs <laughs> three pounds more than a barber haircut in London. <laughs> wow. I mean Yeah. Big cities. Hey, big yep. cities. Yeah, every time I go, I save money. <laughs> that was my father's thing. Was he had a thing for um, buying reversible clothing because he used to think that he was um... two for the price of one. Yeah, exactly. He uh, he was um, he was thrifty. Can I ask though? Was he like turning it inside out in between washes, or just so it looked like he had more clothes than he had? But they were still washed regularly. I am not. Uh, I don't have that kind of information. Okay. Yeah, I have a sneaky suspicion he might have just <laughs> turned them inside. Oh, today I'm going to wear the yellow one. 
and, and then flip it over and it would be orange, you know, that kind yeah, of, those kinds. Yeah. He, he, um, he wasn't a fancy, he wasn't a snappy dresser. I think I might have got a bit of that. Um... Okay, so your love of technical fibres come from him. <laughs> <laughs> my, my love of that'll do. <laughs> Whereas in contrast, my mum, uh, she doesn't do this anymore and hasn't done this for a very long time, but she did say, I once spent a month's salary on a dress. Yeah, was that that is that because her month salary? Wow, it is a lot, isn't it? Doesn't matter how little. Yeah, exactly. Well, because she wanted to look beautiful, and I saw some of her clothes from the sixties. Man alive, that woman was a fashion plate. Really? Did yeah. you call her a fashion plate then? I did. I called her a fashion plate. She was like a spread in vogue. Mm. So I guess you and Bob aren't driving to London to queue up this weekend. I mean, unless I want to infect half of the queue with uh, potential vidiness, or at least some kind of viral load. Yeah. No. And also, no. I mean, no. David Beckham, David Beckham did. Good for him. Good with for with David the masses Beckham. for 12 hours. And I bet he felt, actually, I'm sure he felt something quite deep and real. I was, gonna say, I was actually going to be really snarky, and then I just stopped myself. No, no. I'm I, sure it was... Um, an important moment for him. I got a lot of time for David Beckham. Um, well, I don't know about a lot of time, but just so that uh, people who are not from the Commonwealth, I imagine all our listeners from the United States and Kazakhstan and etc., um, there's a queue in order to walk past the um, Queen's coffin. And the queue at the moment, it's a 24-hour it's hard to fathom that people spend 24 hours in a queue. But if that couldn't be, it couldn't be anything more British, really. Yeah, but, you know, people queue for hours and hours and hours for a new pair of trainers. So actually... Yeah, or to, see a, or to see a band. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where you go, I, I want to feel part of something bigger than me. And whether yeah. that's the new drip from Ye, or whether that's... Uh, Coldplay. Washing to... <laughs> God, you... I'm not well, Simon. I'm not well. What does that Don't, mean, though? Don't mention no Coldplay. Coldplay. <laughs> <coughs> oh, Lee Miller. So... Yeah. I mean, don't feel too bad for me. I like the idea of the moshing bit. to Coldplay. Though. <laughs> yeah. Man alive. Known for their mosh pits, aren't they? Every tier, Simon Kennedy Ellis, is a waterfall. Is that, a, is that a line from a Coldplay song? Yeah. Right. Yeah, another reason why I don't listen to them. Every tear is what? From a, is a Every what? tear is a waterfall. What song is that? Oh, Christ alone knows. I don't know. One of them. I, um, I, I wrote this song. I wrote this song for you and everything you do. And it was all yellow. Oh, is it? Like your is dad's that, jumper. Is that yellow? <laughs> It's from Yellow. <laughs> Quick, turn it inside out. No, I think the Every Tear is a Waterfall is, is from, from a fifth song called... from studio album, Milo Zilotto. I don't know how to say uh, that. Yeah. And Every Teardrop is a Waterfall is the name of the It's probably the, the, name, the name of the, of the song. song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I, um, I know you shouldn't sneer at what, pe- what makes people happy. Like I but they're, also, they're such myself. an easy target, and I don't like that. I really I like. I, I'm quite like. I'm quite happy to listen to Coldplay. Don't get me wrong. 
I'm not. Mm. I'm really not. It's this. You just it it tickles all the wrong bits of me. It yeah. Makes me feel. It's like it's like Coldplay is the same is the aural equivalent of sticking your finger in your belly button and wiggling it too hard. But I, I what? <laughs> <laughs> the B-side to Milo to the song is a song called Major Minus. <laughs> Major Minus? Yeah. That's the B-side to the single. Wow. Whatever. Yeah. I just <sighs> know that off the top of my head, of course. Yeah, of course you do, because uh, you didn't just ekosia the shit out of a cold. Bar. I have them. Uh, I have all. I have them on vinyl. Do you have a record player? Of course you don't. You've got rid of everything. Wow. I, even if you did My CDs. I had a large CD collection after I um, abandoned LPs. And those CDs, I took them all out of the wrappers, you know, the, the uh-huh. and put them in yeah. these kind of little satchels that were easy to transport around. And then they are sitting at a friend's beach house uh, just out of Melbourne. <laughs> and I, I imagine they are still there. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love that you've got a friend with a beach house just outside of Melbourne. <sighs> that sounds so glam. Yeah, very glam. Had some fun times you at that are beach very house. Glam. Oh, it's true, except for the reversible jumpers inherited from my father. Yeah, well, can't have everything. <sighs> it's 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 nice to hear your um, husky voice. No, it's it's more a tired voice. Oh, than I'm husky, so sorry. I, I, we need to get oh, we need to get this over with, don't we? I mean. Never a true word was spoken. But right. I spent yesterday... No, I'm joking. I spent yesterday not feeling particularly well. And I, I, I kind of did grazing sleeping where I would kind of get up, do a little bit of work, mm. then go to bed for an hour. And I probably slept about six hours during the course of the day. Oh, Still managed to do sick. some work. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought, I got to like half past eight last night. I went, okay, I'm just going to lie down. I know I won't sleep. I know I won't sleep. And then at seven o'clock this morning, I woke up and went, huh, huh, interesting. Mm. I have actually just slept nearly uh, 12 hours and did six hours during the day. That sounds like, that actually sounds very much like a holiday for me. That's like, that's what happens when I go on holiday. Oh, I love sleeping. I mean, yeah. Mm, I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry to hear that you're sick, though. But let's not dwell on it. Oh, also, I just want to be really clear. I feel a bit rough, but I mean... We are okay. I, I, I've still been working. I've still gone to meetings today. and I mean, by gone to meetings, I mean stood in front of a camera. Yeah. You know, um, which is actually... I don't know if that's the good or the bad thing about this whole hybrid life. Still mm. being able to kind of function when you should probably just lie down. I guess, though... I've seen myself do the martyr thing where I've dragged myself into a workplace when I've really not been well. And that's been very bad. At least I'm only like 20 feet from my bed. Yeah, and also better for your workmates as well, isn't it? Mm, But um, they're really, uh, they're they're going uh, what for at my university about returning to campus. You know, they really, and they just, and of course they just can't get people back because the last, (laughs) the last uh, two and a half years have proved, if they've proved one thing, it's that uh, university life can function um, from home. And, uh, you know, Mm. all the NSS scores are up and the ref thing was fine and all that kind of, and so it doesn't matter what they say about you've got to return back to everyone's going, "Ah." nah, I don't think I will. Cheers though. Except teacher's pet, Alice, as I like to refer to myself. Um, I'm there Uh every day. (laughs) 
Down, down dogging. Yeah, but I think probably you're there every day because you're offsetting the fact that for the past four years you've been there Six. like what three times? <laughs> Six years. Six. Six years, three times. Six no. years, three times. No, I mean, that's, no that's an exception. Yeah, but you had a glancing relationship with the office when you lived in London, didn't you? It's true. It's true. No, it, it feels and it feels good to be there every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It is. It is. Did I tell you I've had a wet shave? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Is there something you'd like to talk about? Um, I mean... Roger Federer? Um, he's retired. Yeah. Ah, you tried to catch me out, but you can't because I read a headline. Wow. Good him. work. Thank you very much. The Queen died. Uh, what yep. else? Um, better bum 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 bum... The She-Hulk made reference to Deadpool through a pair of trainers that were showed in shown, I should say, in the uh, closing credits, and that uh, formally canonizes the presence of Deadpool in the MCU. Wait, 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 wait! I, uh, I know that you were speaking you. English then, <laughs> exactly. and I know who Deadpool yeah. is. Uh huh. And She-Hulk is that um, played by the woman who played the crazy ballet dancer? Slani. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That's 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 um that's the mighty Thor that you're thinking of. <sighs> or Jane Foster played by Oh, you see I can remember pretend names but not real names. What's she called? Black Swan Woman. Uh, yeah, and also I don't like her. You don't, of course you don't. Of course you don't. Also, um Star Wars. Apparently Star Wars uh, the, I... uh, the Oh the, Andor, Cassian Andor, that looks good. The, pre, the, pre, the prequels, Star Wars prequels. Oh yeah, I'm oh, sorry. Padme Amadala. I still can't Padme. remember her real name. <laughs> <laughs> played by bad man. <laughs> you call played her? by Padme, Padme Amidala. Uh, she was also in Leon. <laughs> I can't remember any of Leon. Oh, was that Natasha, a remake? No, Natalia, was Leon Natalia, a remake of Natalie uh... Portman? Well done. No, thanks very much. It took me a while to get there. No, I think Leon was its own thing, but it was directed by Luc Besson. Oh, I thought it was a remake uh, of The Professional. No, that's uh, isn't that a look? Oh, that is the oh my god! That's the Bridget Fonda remake that had uh, oh Betty yes blue. Oh, was it oh, Betty blue? Yes. No, it wasn't blue. It was um. Mm, <sighs> they were both really really good. Oh, which man. what do you so mean? Jane which Fonda was in the? I liked the French one. I also I even liked the American one. Uh, oh my god! Oh, this is now just me making noises. Okay, okay, because remember. I'm going to help you out. Oh wait, the professional okay. uh, is played uh-huh. the American uh, version, played by uh, a character's name, Matilda Brid- Natalie Portman. Thank you very much. So that was in Leon, yeah? No, that was in the professional. The professional, and yeah, which what? was the remake, and then the the nineteen eighty one professional, directed by George George Latner with Jean Paul Belmondo, Jean Dessalé. Oh my God, Mary Christine. No, I'm sorry. No, no, about? no, there's a different film called Leon the Professional. Thank you. You see, that's the one I'm thinking of that has got yeah, uh, that Natalie Portman me. in. Uh-huh. Now, then I thought we were talking about the Bridget Fonda remake of the French film 
Oh, which I am now just, I'm going to have to do it. IMDb, because it's going to drive me potty, because it's really good. Also, just, just dear listeners, isn't it great when uh, Lee David Miller (laughs) can't remember something to do with popular culture? It just it just brings him down to our level, doesn't it? Our uh, our basic can't remember squat You're so level. No, bad. That is so mean. You're being so mean to me right but, now. Uh, so the soundtrack. Point of no return was the name. The remake. Of the that was the remake. Remake. And I don't even think it was called that in the UK. I think it was called something else in the UK. What was it called in the UK? Also known as. Come on. AKA. Oh, the Assassin, I think it was probably called something like that. Something oh, simple and stupid. Point of No Return, also known as The Assassin, is a 1993 American action film, da da da, starring Bridget Fonda and Gabriel Byrne. Um, uh, Gabriel Byrne, yes. And, and of, of course, course the was... 90 film is La Femme Nikita. La Femme Nikita, there we go. And then Nikita was turned into a TV show, I think made out of Canada, starring Maggie Q. Maggie Q, who is a superb performer, who was in one of the only Tom Cruise franchises that I will watch, which, of course, is Mission Impossible. And I think she was in the third one with him. Which is amazing. Oh. How... Right. Well done. So you, have you, have you, is everything tied up nicely with a little bow? Is it all packaged up there for you so we can move yeah. on? I need to sit down though because I used a lot of energy. There. I would happily listen to those synths, and I would. I think I might watch La Femme, La Femme Nikita tonight. I think that's what I'll do. If only I could I find some that. website that plays every movie you could ever possibly want. Oh, if such a thing existed. Now, have you seen Luc Besson's superb uh, film from 1980? I want to say 1984, but now I'm not fully sure that that is. Ooh, I wonder when it was. Maybe 1984. Well, if you tell me what the, the film is, I might be able to help. Uh, I'm going to say 1984, 1985. It was Subway. Oh, no, I haven't. Christoph, That's got isn't Sting, Sting in that. Oh, uh, no. Sub- Subway doesn't have Sting in it. It's got Christophe Lambert with dyed blonde hair. Oh, oh that's, that's what you're that's doing. I'm, <laughs> you're looking at the picture I'm, of him. No, no, gotcha. no. That's I, that's what's reminding me of... Uh, yeah, okay. No, I did it not see got Christopher Lambert. one of... Oh my god. There can yeah, be only okay, one. Sorry. He was at the time he wasn't called Christopher Lambert, he was called Christophe Lambert. Was and he Jean really? Renault was also in it, who went on to be in Leon the Professional. Oh, it has got such a good score. I mean it's it's like peak eighties. Peak eighties synth. It is just gorgeous. If you haven't, dear listeners, if you haven't listened to Get on the, the Subway of Subway, you, you just have to. It is and actually, we're gonna we're gonna splash on the rights, and there's gonna be a little part of the soundtrack right here.
Eric Serra is just going to be so happy that we played a little bit of that for him. Oh, he also did the soundtrack to um, the diving one, the big blue. The bell and the butterfly. The... No, no, that's the book in it. <laughs> the, the big, big blue. blue. Le grand blue. Yes, I was. I was a bit of an Eric Serra. I could. Uh, I could totally handle Eric Serra. I was. I had a lot of his CDs. Did you? Yeah. I. Uh, I. I. I had Subway on vinyl to take us back to your actual record playing days i had subway just, on vinyl most of our listeners will be thinking what sandwiches crappy sandwiches that smell kind of horrible <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh that was such a good film i mean i think i've got to that point now in my life where i do think that anything i watched when i was 14 was perfect and anything that is made now is just, just not quite the same. It's not as good, is it? It's not as good. And and I, I am it's just I not remember, true, is it? I know it, I know. I remember saying to somebody not very long ago, listen, objectively, Big Trouble in Little China might be the best film of nineteen eighty seven. Which uh, I mean I like Kurt Michael Russell, Douglas. No, no, Kurt Russell. You're thinking Romancing the Stones, but it's all all of a. It's all much. <laughs> They've of a all mushed together in my head. I do. tell you. Um, I think though, Big Trouble Goldie in Horn? China. No, what, what uh, films was Goldie Hawn not in in the eighties? She was. She was in Big Trouble in Little China. Mm, okay, I don't. I think I must have seen that. Oh come on, you've got to. It was really good. Uh, it's. Um, I mean, it's probably slightly. I don't know. Is it problematic? But so you know, well, probably. I'm sure they were. I, I, you know, I took myself very seriously. That's why I it was films like Dead Poet Society and that kind oh. of thing. I know, of course. Yeah. See, oh, listen yeah. to you. we. We have very Sorry. different tastes, don't we? we I'm really, a very really earnest. That, I'm a very earnest human being, and I'm not. But it's and today we we had a, a, a <laughs> brief did. text exchange <laughs> about. About our our very very different senses of humour, because you sent me a link to an Onion article um, that was kind of a a, a, a fake <laughs> a fake story about what about like running the death of the Queen on the front page and don't do yep. this don't do that and it just it was I just found it, everything about it to be so unutterably smug which is how i feel about the onion from the beginning to the end i just think oh you know it's the very definition of middle brow for me really oh god yeah i am and i i think that so what does middle brow mean i don't know some shit that other people like that i don't (laughs) I don't know what it means, really. I suppose I like I like lowbrow comedy, so I like I like really I like fart gags, or I like much more um, things that aren't funny, but <laughs> but are pretending to be. I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't know. There was something about the the t- the tenor and the tone that was just so self satisfied. Yeah. It's a, I mean, what we're getting at here, which I find quite curious, is I, I think from a what quite mental prick I am. Well, no, that's yeah. that's the second thing <laughs> I was going to say. It wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> going to lead with that. Um, it's just that I think from quite a young age, I, I, I don't, I don't know how or why, was that I learned that, uh, 
to be, sl- I think I sl- <laughs> slightly ashamed of my taste, or that taste was something that we that if you're friends with you should or you ought to share. Like it was very unusual for me as a teenager, for example, if someone liked a song that I didn't like, I wouldn't say, I would never say, I don't like that song, and I would be worried. I would be worried that if I uh, if I confessed, uh, you know, uh, let's say. Um, confess some kind of you know interest in a particular song that other people would say oh, i don't like that song or if they did say that somehow that i would be that they were criticizing me i took taste to be very personal i never learned and i don't think i still know to imagine although <laughs> the conversation this morning was not like that at all but i mean the text messages no. this morning but i hope not yeah no no not at all but um yeah there's so there's something because taste personal taste is personal right so personal and and i think comedy is one of those things where it it, it kind of it emerges so very very clearly that what works for one person doesn't work for another and and it's yeah it's so subjective and it it, for me it's that those are the flashbulb moments of taste and i think that um Mm. it's probably where i where i am the least comfortable in being able to just kind of like roll with something that in com- and, you mean comedy? Yeah, comedy. Comedy that I don't find funny. I you can't, can't do fake. it. I can't fake a response. I can't like kind of go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can see what you mean. I just go, no. 